Hello, and welcome to episode three. I'm Amanda, your host. Um, today's episode is going to be about paganism in media. But first, the witchy word of the day. So for today, the word of the day is going to be grimoire, which is basically a book where witches or pagans will keep all the information about their craft. Um, some people have herbal grim grimoires, which is just about plants and like the mag like the magical properties of herbs herbs, sorry. Um, and then other people have just comprehensive books about everything they do. Some people refer to this as a book of shadows, but I personally prefer the term grimoire, but each his own. Um, there will eventually be a great big grimoire episode later on, but in the meantime, our topic for today is going to be paganism in the media. So, um, there are obviously a lot of movies out there, not as much as we'd like, but definitely a lot, um, and a couple of TV shows too. So today I'm going to be focusing on movies and TV shows, and later on there will be an episode about books and the news and that type of media as well. Um, so let's see, where should I start? Okay, um, so in preparation for this, I went on a witchy movie marathon spree, and one of the movies that I wound up watching that I had never seen before was The Witches of Eastwick. Which is a really good movie, but probably also one of the biggest WTF moments of my life. Um, no spoilers here, but the ending was not at all what I had expected. Um, anyway, basically that movie is about these three women who are friends, and then they find out that they kind of have magical powers, and they kind of conjure this guy, and he comes to town, but then he's not the guy they were expecting him to be, and it's this whole big complicated thing, and it's kind of like Sister Wives, and I mean, I honestly, I loved the movie, it was, it was a great movie, not a particularly accurate representation of witches, at least from my standing, but a good movie. Um... Moving on, uh, another movie that I watched, well, rewatched in preparation for this was um, The Craft. And I have to admit, the first time around, I was maybe 15 and I hated it because it wasn't exactly how my particular craft was and it just, it wasn't exactly my life story. So I didn't like it because, I don't know, I was an ignorant little 15 year old. But I have to say, rewatching it, older, with more perspective. I liked it. It's a good movie, and I like that it shows both the good and the bad side of everything. Um, it does get a little heavy on the whole threefold law thing, which isn't quite my cup of tea, but again, to each his own. All in all, it was a pretty good movie, and I'm kind of mad that I hate it, mad at myself for hating it the first time around. Um, and out of all of them, it's actually one of the most accurate. I mean, obviously, if you invoke a god or goddess, you're not going to have a bunch of sharks wash up dead on the beach the next day. But some of it was actually fairly accurate. Um, at least to my particular cup of tea, you know? Uh, let's see. Oh, my absolute all-time favorite witchy movie ever would definitely have to be Practical Magic. 
Hands down, I've watched it at least five times. It's great. I love it. And it's also relatively accurate, too. I mean, some of what they do is not exactly what I do, obviously. But, and you know, it's a movie, so there's that whole insta-magic thing. But then some of it is also really accurate. Like, for example, every single time they want something to happen, they have to do a spell first. It's not, like, they don't see instant results. Like, for example, she does a love spell, and... He doesn't show up until the end of the movie. The whole curse thing, that that's not, again, not my cup of tea. But all in all, 9 out of 10, great movie. Uh, let's see. What's oh, um, The Worst Witch is actually, it was very campy. And I wouldn't call it accurate. Pretty much whatsoever, but I liked it. It was a decent movie. But very, very campy. So I don't really particularly see that as a bad thing. Um, let's see. Another movie. Okay. Well, obviously. Big, giant one here. The Harry Potter series. And while I know they're not, like, pagans, they are technically referred to as witches fairly often. Um. So I guess that's probably an important thing to talk about because it's a multi-million dollar franchise. Um, obviously, no one, well, hopefully, no one thinks that's what actual witchcraft is really like. But it did kind of get them out there. I, like, the Harry Potter movie was not at all accurate, but it got a little bit more media attention for actual witches. Um... And it just made the whole idea of magic seem a bit more believable, I guess, to muggles. <laughs> um, oh, and also, one of my favorite witchy movies, second only to Practical Magic, Kiki's Delivery Service. I know it's not even remotely... I don't want to keep using the word accurate, but I can't think of a better one right now. That's not even remotely accurate. It's not... It's also very campy, it's very cutesy, and they, for an animated witch movie, they did a really good job there, though. Um, so then, of course, moving on, I mean, obviously there's a lot of other witch movies, but if I talk about every single one, I'm gonna go way over my timeline. <laughs> so, moving on to TV shows, and there are actually a couple of these, but I'm only gonna talk about two, really, in particular. Um, there's Sabrina the Teenage Witch from the 90s and I think early 2000s. I love, love, loved that show growing up. It was amazing. Um, oh, and I'm also going to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was a really good show. Again, they were there were good witches and there were bad witches, but the bad witches weren't really all that important. Um, there's even an episode where they have, like, a green-faced witch on, like, the Wicked Witch of the West, but she's actually the nicest person on the show for the entire episode. And I kind of like that it kind of bashed the stereotype a little bit there. And while the whole purpose of that episode was, like, it's what's on the inside that counts, but for me in particular, it, I liked how they handled it. Um, and obviously it's a more modern perspective, I mean, 
they ride vacuums instead of broomsticks and that sort of thing, which is kind of cutesy. Um, basically, I thought it was a pretty good show. I mean, there are certainly... It could have been more accurate. It could have been less of a point-your-finger thing and more of a chant-over-a-cauldron thing, but it worked. Um, so, moving on to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. In this particular movie, uh, show, it, it wasn't particularly about witchcraft at all, but there is one character, Willow, who, after the first season or so, realizes that she's kind of into Wicca and witchcraft and paganism in general. Um, and one in one of the episodes, they're actually going around town and basically burning the witches because there's this whole thing with Hansel and Gretel kids, and I don't want to give away the plot. Um, but it was a little disturbing, but at the same time, it kind of gave a different perspective on things. Um, like, how should I put this? Willow is definitely a good character. She's definitely one of the good guys. But to see the way they demonized her like that, it just kind of... This isn't really a particularly witchcraft-related thing, but it's just interesting to see characters painted in a different light, which is why I particularly loved the episode where she goes all Dark Willow after a traumatic event happens. I don't want to give you any spoilers. Um, and she's kind of on, like, a revenge rampage, and that's also not my particular cup of tea or anything, but it was interesting. Um... And moving on to the third and final show I'm going to talk about, American Horror Story Season 3. Obviously the theme for Season 3 was Coven, which was actually really interesting. It's, I'm just going to keep using this phrase, not my cup of tea. But I liked it, nonetheless. Um, some of the things I liked, and then other things I didn't particularly like. Um, let's see, with the things that I liked... I liked that some of their spells involved actually using candles or, like, doing things, and then what I didn't particularly like is the whole theory of instamatic. But at the same time, and this goes for every show I've talked about so far, and every movie too, it's Hollywood. So you're not going to really get someone to... Ha do a little prosperity spell, and then three days later they get a paycheck. That's not going to make a good movie, you know? Um, so I kind of don't really mind it so much, and, like, obviously most of these are pretty campy or cutesy or not at all accurate, and again, that doesn't make for good television. But I do think that it's important to keep having shows about this sort of thing, um, to keep having movies about it, because... It kind of, I'm not saying that we have to be all open and in the media and everything. I'm not saying that. Because, I mean, some people are not into that, some people are, it's whatever. And not everyone has to come out of the room closet or anything. But I feel like if we keep making TV shows about it and keep making movies about it, it'll make it seem more normal and more acceptable. And yeah, it might give a lot of people the wrong, like, misconception of it. But as long as our movies aren't featuring them as, like, sacrificing goats and town people and drinking babies' blood, 
I'm cool with it, because even if it's a harmless misconception, like, oh, so you're going to do this spell, and then right after something good's going to happen, well, no, it doesn't work like that. It takes a couple of days, and sometimes it doesn't even work at all. But I like that at least it's out there in a positive light, you know? Because, for example, in the 50s, when Wicca first became a thing, Gerald Gardner came out and talked about it, and that was, like, a big thing because no one had ever heard about it before, or at least no one in the mainstream media had ever heard about it before. And now there's all these movies about it as more than just, like, the Wicked Witch of the West, you know? So that's a good thing because it's, like, raising awareness for a disorder or something. Once you raise awareness for it, people can stop looking at people with autism as, like, inhuman in some way or something like that because there are awful people out there who think like that like or if you raise awareness for cancer people can realize that hey this is an issue and we should have some empathy and try and make a change um, so if you raise awareness about paganism and I don't mean to devalue those issues by comparing them to this at all but if you raise awareness about paganism people realize oh hey this is a thing there are actually people out there who do this maybe this is the path I want to be on or Maybe I can just be a little more accepting of my neighbor burning sage in the backyard, you know? Um, so I don't think that we have to be in the media spotlight 24-7, but some positive press is always a good thing. So that about does it for the content portion of this episode, really. Um, but just for the record, last night was the full moon and also an eclipse. And I just want to do a little side note about that right now. That's actually... there were a lot of different opinions on that sort of thing, like should you charge your crystals the night before, or like can you do charging things now with the eclipse happening? Um, and some people seem to feel that it made like the moon more powerful, the energy was more concentrated, and other people seem to feel that it was kind of devaluing it, and, like, I don't know. Personally, I just thought it was totally kick-ass. It was great. There was an eclipse, there was a full moon, it was beautiful. I couldn't actually watch it, though, because there were a massive amount of clouds in the area, because it's been raining non-stop all day. Um, but I did watch a live feed of it. Um, and, like, I went to the beach and I did a ritual, and it, it was great. Really. And I just wanted to say that, like, I don't know about the rest of you, but for me, I'm considering that a major event. Um, there are a lot of pagans who put a lot of emphasis on the lunar cycle and things like that, and then there are a lot of pagans who don't really bother so much. Personally, I've usually been the type to not really bother, but I feel like when there's an event that big, like, that doesn't really happen often, and it's going to happen four times this year, like, there's going to be four eclipses, but it doesn't really happen that often, so I feel like, for me personally, it's celebrate while I can. So, um, opening this up to you guys, um, you can tweet me or whatever, um, what are your thoughts on celebrating lunar cycles, celebrating planetary things, or eclipses, or that sort of thing, because... I've noticed that there are a lot of different perspectives out there, and I'd like to hear yours. Um, okay, so that about does it. Let's see. Okay, so you can 
feel free to contact me with questions or show topics that you want me to cover or words you can suggest for the witchy word of the day or about a million other things just if you even just want to chat or whatever i'm cool with it um you can tweet me at amanda's altar um it's at a-m-a-n-d-a-s underscore a-l-t-a-r um or you can um talk to me on tumblr at um my earl is pretty little witch 96 sorry url i have to stop doing that um or you could email me at mandalee96 at yahoo.com. That's M-A-N-D-A-L-E-I-G-H-9-6 at yahoo.com. So, um, yeah. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a good day.